step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Broadcasting from Cincinnati, you're listening to the Ringside Reporter Podcast. All the news from the world of boxing, right here. Well, I'm talking to you the way I want to talk to you. Now, here's your host, Eric Lorda. And we are live. Welcome to the Ringside Reporter Show, where we talk about the latest boxing news. If it's related to boxing, we'll talk about it here. My name is Eric Lorton. I'm here with my co-host, Joe Habib, and we have a great show for you today. And if you want to call and ask questions, you can call in right now, 323-870-3857. And we'll be here till about 8, 830 tonight. And today, we're going to talk about the big news this week, Canelo Alvarez, now a free agent. How about that? Uh, we'll tell you what's next for him. And this, for whatever, I don't know if it was a full moon this week. I don't know what was going on. We have multiple train wrecks of the week this week, <laughs> including, you know, one of our favorites, of course. All right. But first, we're going to get started with zone. Devin Haney versus Yuriorkis Gamboa. 118-109 and 120-107 twice. This was an absolute blowout. Devin Haney. Won every second of every round here, man. The fight, honestly, was never in question. Gamboa just looked frustrated, honestly, down the stretch. Hey, ain't he looked good? Uh, he looked really fast last night. The only problem for him, to me, is that he didn't, he didn't look crowd-pleasing. It's, it's not the kind of, of thing that you're going to go out there and, and want to go out of your way for. You know what I mean? I... Uh, at least that, that's that's where, you know, I fall. Listen, I like that type of boxing, but I'm talking about the masses. Will this kind of fight attract the casual fan to Devin Haney? I, I don't think so. Uh, Teofimo Lopez, uh, Javante Davis, they are, they're crowd pleasers, man, especially Javante Davis after his last fight. Haney, yeah, not so much, man. But but look, man, I mean, he fought, you know, he fought uh, Gamboa, um, won every second of that fight. <laughs> Gamboa was never in the fight. He was never competitive, you know, and that's what he was supposed to do. But Beeb, I thought, I thought that I would have liked to seen him uh, get a knockout, maybe press the action a little bit. What was your, what was your uh, assessment of this fight? You know, it, it's so funny, and I hate to nitpick, but when I watched this fight, I was looking at the mannerisms of Devin Haney the body language, the look on his face. And um, I don't know, if you go back and you watch De La Hoya versus Floyd Mayweather and see how Floyd Mayweather fought that fight, you could see the look in his face like he was like, he had his eyes wide open like this, like almost like he was concerned with what he had in front of him. And obviously you're concerned with what you have in front of you because you want to defend yourself. And no one likes getting hit. But Devin Haney just had that look of, I don't know, like, a little bit of apprehension, indecisiveness, right? And then, you, and then you flip it to to Tank Davis, and then you flip it to Tiafimo, as you said. When you when you looked at Tank Davis, 
when he fought Leo Santa Cruz. He had that. He was he, he was dialed in. He had that look like real focused. When Tiafimo fought um, Lomachenko, he had that 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 really zeroed in look, like that confident look. That he had a swag about him. Javante Davis has a swag about him. Devin Haney had that look. He had that wide-eyed look to him, like you know. And there was, and there was even times when when Gamboa would throw punches at him, and he he just it was almost like he he, he was in there with a with a someone that he like like a power puncher. Like he he was behaving like he was in there with someone that was really a threat to him. And it just Gamboa just to me didn't seem like he posed the threat. It was like Haney was showing him too much respect. You know, he, he was in there like, like, Haney fought him like he was fighting Mike Tyson, in other words. Yeah. And, and Gamboa was not Mike Tyson. No. You know, he was, he was throwing the jab, but he, you know, he was just very cautious. And as if there was a, he was, he was being faced with the serious threat. And Gamboa can box, don't get, don't get me wrong. You know, Gamboa got Crawford's attention, but Crawford kind of walked him down. You know, at, at some point in the fight, we were looking for Haney to walk Gamboa down. Just as Tank Davis walked Gamboa down, yeah. but he but he fought him like he was in there with uh, like a monster, and he really wasn't in there with the monster. So I don't know. I, I was just looking at Haney, and I'm sitting there saying like, what, like, what's what's wrong with Haney? Like, what's going on here? You know. Let me ask you though, what was a more impressive performance? Was it Tank's performance against Gamboa or Haney's performance against Gamboa? Tank got touched up in that fight. I mean, he got hit. I mean, that was a competitive fight. I mean, Tank was getting hit in that fight. Um, now, now, was it like crazy where it was like, you know, I, Tank was winning the rounds, obviously, but I thought that, you know, Gamboa was more more uh, in, you know, as, as in as he could be in the Tank fight before getting knocked out. Um, yeah. We know that uh, Davis faded a little bit down the stretch in that fight. Um, it, it's tough because, you know, I look at it, but, you know, when I, when I see Davis's performance – I remember that. I remember him getting knocked out, you know, knocked out in the eleventh round or whatever. Twelfth round, yeah, twelfth yeah, round. Like, knocked him down three times in the fight. You remember that? Can I, can Haney, I Haney just like whitewashed him, and this is after the fact. That guy is thirty-eight years old. Uh, G Funky in the chat, uh, he said he's been down seventeen times coming into this fight. I just expected a little bit more from Haney than what we saw. And I think it's like you said, he gave him, I don't know why he was giving him so much respect in there. Again, listen, man, I'm not feeling his punches, so I don't know. But I expected, especially with everything knowing, all right, that he's kind of part of this big four now. You got uh, Lopez, you got uh, Davis, you know, Ryan Garcia and Devin Haney. You got those four guys floating around there. Fuck, man. I mean, you just, you know that Davis knocked him out. You know, you're going to have to do, you know, the, the eyes are on you. I understand yeah. what he did, but I don't know. Here's the difference between the performances. Davis was in there with the intent to cause damage. He wanted to hurt Gimbo. He wanted to get him out of there. Yes. He just wanted to win rounds and do, and, and win rounds with, with giving himself minimal risk as possible. He was in there, he was fighting as if he was in there with someone who was a, like, like, like friggin' Julian Jackson, uh, Gerald McClellan. He fought him like, like he was in there with someone like that. And I, I, I just don't understand why because he's the bigger, stronger, faster, harder puncher. And he didn't, he didn't fight like 
he was. Yeah. He fought like he he fought as if he was in there with someone who was a bigger puncher than him that posed more more of a threat than we we thought he did. You know, like he's not Gamboa was not that menacing power puncher, uh, intimidating stalker type guy, and that's how Haney fought him as if he was that. That's the impression I got. And again, I'm, he won every round. Uh, landed some good right hands over the top. Uh, you know, but he really didn't put right when he like when he landed a good shot. He didn't follow up. He didn't. He didn't press. He never pressed. He fought in one gear the whole fight. Tank, when you go back and watch Tank, like Tank, Tank has those moments of explosiveness, those spurts. Tank, Tank switches gears. Tiafimo switches gears. Haney's the type of guy where he's just, he, he's willing to just coast. And, and that's it. And the, as you said, the problem with that type of style and that type of approach is it's not fan friendly. So now, off of this, is anyone going to say, hey, I want to I want to see Haney fight Tank. Hey, I want to see Haney fight Tiafimo. Uh, are the drums going to be beaten for those fights? I don't know. I mean, I don't, I, I'd rather see Tiafimo fight Tank than yeah, fight Devin Haney. For sure. Could for you sure. imagine? Let me ask you a question. Could you imagine Tiafimo in there last night with Gamboa? You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, well, well, even even like you, you could sit there and say, well, Tiafimo just boxed Lomachenko. But. Big difference. He backed him up. He. he, he he was ripping the body. He was throwing some authoritative punches, looking to hurt Lomachenko. And to go and go and watch that twelfth round, he was trying to get him out of there. Yeah, you know. So you know, listen. He would have got he would have got Gambo out of there inside of six rounds. Tiafimo. Yeah, yeah. I think he would have got. I think he would have got rid of him within six rounds. No questions. And, and and you know what's crazy too is um, I think Tank was a little bit off. And even Tank being a little bit off against Gamboa, he was knocking him down, hurting him, rocking him. You know? You know, and it could have been, I mean, I don't know. Listen, man, uh, you know, fighting Devin Haney, fighting uh, Ryan Garcia, fighting Tank, this is Super Bowls for everybody now. You know, I mean, like it or not, listen, man, you're getting everybody's A game. When you step up to fight one of these, these three, you're getting their A game when you step up. I agree. Up. You know, you're getting Gamboa's A game. What's left of his A game, that's what you're going to get. Um, well, let me let me ask you this, because, you know, when when you're dealing with guys who have supreme talent, and when you de- and when you group all all the fighters that are in the elite class, right? It's it, it becomes a game of inches, correct? Oh, at that point, for sure. So, again, I hate nitpicking, and I, and I hate playing this sports psychologist, but. You look at the, the the intangibles when you when you talk about that upper echelon of guys. Yeah. And when I look at, like I said, I'm going to repeat. When I look at Tank, when I look at Tiafimo, they have that air. They, they they exude confidence. They have that swag to them. They have that look. When, when you could tell they're dialed in. Devin Haney doesn't have that demeanor to me. He, he, he's just no. Wow. He just doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. And again. That takes nothing away from his abilities. Sure. But I just don't – he doesn't have that mental edge like those guys have. In other words, like, I, 
you know what? You know what? It's like you could tell Tia. Yeah. You, you could tell Tia Fimo and Davis love what they're doing. Yeah. Whereas they, Haney's doing it just because he can do it, just because he's good at it. It's all about the money for Haney. It's not about the glory, the the, the legacy, the accolades. In my opinion, that mm-hmm. and again, I could be. I could be digging deeper in it than, you know, and saying things that probably just opinion at this point, sure, but sure. he just doesn't have that, that killer instinct like those other two guys have. Doesn't have that, that mean streak. You know that, you know, the, like Crawford has the mean streak, you know? Yes. Floyd I used to have, he, Floyd know, had that mean streak too. I think you have he, to have it to be at that level though. But that's what I'm saying. When you're at that level, I think when you're at that level, what I'm saying is if you're at that level, I think you have it. Yeah, you know. Oh, you think you think you do have it when you're at? That I think level. you have to. I think you have it if you're at. If you can get to that level, are you sure Haney has it? Well, I, I guess we're I'm sure. Find out. I'm, I'm sure. sure Tank has it. I'm sure Tank and Teal have it. I'm sure Teal has it. <laughs> I don't just, think there's any just, question about that. Just the fact that you're questioning it, <laughs> you know, just the fact that you're questioning it means that there's a chance that he may not have it. But again. The talent will get you only so far. Yes. But once, 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 right. once, there's an old saying, you know, uh, it's a, it's a great saying if I can remember it. Uh, hard, uh, hard work, work, it's about when, it's basically when talent fails, yeah. you have to fall back on something else. There's an old saying. Hard work outworks uh, talent when talent refuses to work. Yes. Work hard, yes. I think it is. When talent yeah, something like hard. that. Yeah. If I can draw a blank. Thank you so yeah. much. But, you know, but, um. Yeah. Uh, Notorious says Eric went all in on Haney. I did. I did. You know, and I mean, it's, it's one and, performance. And here's another saying. Nothing works unless you do. Yeah. That's a good one, too. Pretty, pretty similar to that. Yeah. So, there's going to be a point where talent's going to fail you. And then you're going to have to fight off of instincts. We've seen Lennox Lewis do it against Vitaly. Yeah. You know? We, we've even seen Tiafimo do it in that 12th round. Because he was, he, you know, he, just, he was coming off some tough rounds in a row. And then he just kind of dug down deep. Mm-hmm. Is David Haney, after losing four rounds in a row, arguably three rounds in a row, four rounds in a row, does he come back in the 12th round like Tiafimo does? Does Tank, after coming out sluggish, and finishes, come back and finishes, Finishes him in the twelfth. Now, does Devin Haney have that intestinal fortitude to do, to do this to do the same things those two guys did? Well, that's I'm the thing. Sure. We we only know until he gets that that fight. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm sure his camp knows and everything like that. We only know. But you know, I tell you what's what's crazy about this whole thing is we're criticizing his performance, but we're not criticizing his performance in the sense that no. we're criticizing the fact that he didn't get a knockout or he didn't get a stoppage or whatever the case may be. But if you look at that performance from a pure boxing aspect, it was flawless. I, there's no question. There, you cannot look at that performance and say, this guy's got some holes in his game. I mean, what did we see? I mean, what did you see that you could well, possibly well, take advantage well, of? Well, well, here's the thing. Again, you have to have that, that mean streak and that toughness. Yeah. So, 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 so let me just say this. And again, I'm nitpicking because – we're looking at these guys because these guys are the creme de la creme. They're the elite. Yes. So we're looking at them. We're looking at them under the microscope with a fine. We're, we're combing them over with a That's fine. That's what happens comb. when you get up to that level, right? So here's the thing. He made a statement like Gamboa was just trying to survive. He was holding me. Up. 
Okay. Well, when someone's holding you, <laughs> right. you gotta you gotta fucking muscle them. Like, yeah. what it take you when Tio grabbed them? I, I, Tio, when um Leo Santa Cruz grabbed him, he grabbed, he fucking threw him, he body slammed him, right? Right. What did what did up Tiafimo do? Like with like with Lomachenko, Lomachenko is you know trying to you know do his little tricks and stuff. He he came out and he, he took it to him in that twelfth round. He said, yeah. "Fuck it, let's go," right? So when, when it, that's when you when a guy's holding you and, you, and you're you're accepting the clinch, you got to show that mean streak. The guy's holding you, fucking push him off. You got to shrug him. Got to give him the shoulder. What did what did Chavez used to do? He used to go down like this and go like that. He used to, go, used to jump up. Them guys used to grab. Him, used to jump like this. And, and then and then if you know if if your chin was under his head, he was gonna slam you in the chin. Get it? He, yeah. Yeah. So that's the thing. Yeah, it's uh, it's it'll be interesting, man. I want to see where he goes from here. Um, Gamboa is, I think, it might have been the biggest name he's fought uh, yeah. up to this point. I think it is the biggest name. Yeah. So let's start moving it up now. Let's start moving it up and seeing where sure. you know, because I can give him a pass and say this is the biggest name he's fought. You know, maybe he was nervous, maybe he was under the lights. I don't know. Um, but again, you can't criticize that performance though. It was uh, it's. It's interesting, man, but I definitely want to see him again and uh, see where he goes from there. Well, we are kind of criticizing because we're both saying we wanted more. <laughs> well, yeah, sure. But from an X's and O's standpoint, no, no way. you can't criticize that. You can't. You can't even find a flaw in that performance, man. You can't. And, and that's what's so amazing about it. This well, is just, what we've kind of been reduced to is criticizing the fact that he couldn't get him out of there. It's just like Tiafimo against the Japanese guy. Um, he yes. won probably he probably won like 11, 11 of those twelve rounds, but For sure we expected more, I guess. Well, Tyson you know? Fury versus uh, Valin, you know Otto Valin, wasn't that the one where he went the distance, got cut, and everything like that? And, and nine to three type fight, yeah. But he looked worse when when they announced it one eighteen. I, I where did you find the two rounds to give him? Yeah, I mean honestly, like where did you find those two rounds? Yeah, I don't know, man. Someone someone gave Gamboa two rounds. So he one eighteen. Yeah, they gave him two rounds. I had a shutout. I, I had a completely a shutout. I couldn't give him a round. I couldn't find a round to give him. Yeah. I mean, it's I crazy. Him, uh, All right. I him, now, I didn't see – now, uh, full disclosure, I didn't see the rest of that card. Was there anything worthwhile on that card? I went to, I went straight to the Haney fight and then watched Um, the I was basically watching it, was, it but not watching it. I it thought was it was a, just kind it, of a nonsense-type card. It was, you know, I, I have to say – I'm, I'm going to be a hypocrite because I'm always saying don't bash boxing. I'm, I'm always criticizing people, ba- criticizing people bashing boxing. But these were two, these two fights, I, I had like zero interest in them. They, they, they were, these two fights just made no sense. The, the, the Ortiz fight. Oh yeah. And then, the, and then this Gamboa fight with, I, well, let's I, talk I about, had, yeah, I mean, it, I had no desire. Like I, I was, I had no desire to watch, I, I watched them, but. Yeah. I watched them with with no no anticipation, nothing. You know, it's like it's like when you when you when you you know you're gonna go out to dinner or something, but the, the person that's cooking for you is gonna give you like broccoli and spinach, and then when you it's like, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm not I'm not highly anticipating this this meal, you know. Right, right. That's how I felt, you know. <laughs> when, you, when you go to the dentist, you get your teeth clean. It's not something you're looking forward to, you know. You're not you're not counting down the minutes to to, to your dentist appointment. I can't. That's how I, I need f- to go get my teeth pulled. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right? that's how I felt with uh with these two with these two cards. I just I just they were just so not needed. <laughs> they were the most two two of the most two of the most insignificant fights that I've ever 
come across I'll this tell you, year. Yeah, it really, you know, and let's talk about uh, this because this is going to lead us to our first train wreck of the week here, uh, and which was the whole PBC on Fox uh, card here. Uh, Louis Ortiz versus Alexander Flores. You know, it, this was an atrocious card. It really was, man. Louis Ortiz knocked out, I, I guess you can call it a knockout, uh, Alexander Flores in 45 seconds. Um, I didn't see a solid punch land, and it didn't seem like the announcers did either. I mean, Beeb, it looked like he landed a, was it a, a right hand to the body? No. It was like, no, he the they, side. I, he, he, remember when he was his eye? He was, he's like squinting his eye like was that. Was that the L? When he, he hit him with the no? He hit, he hit him with he hit him with this. He hit him with the forearm, like there's the forearm part of his glove. He went you like think that. he like raked it or something? It, he could have could have laced him a little bit, but I guess it could have hit him with the tape. But it was uh, it was like a for, almost like a the, the forearm part of his glove. He hit him in the eye with it. Yeah, you can see it. Didn't look like it didn't look. It didn't look great. It didn't look really hard, but uh, it looked. It did have a look of suspicion to it. I'm not gonna lie about it. It it didn't look like it landed with the yeah. You know, no, uh-uh. It kind of did look fishy to me. But again, I don't want to cast dispersions on anything. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But it was kind of like a forum. It was kind of like a forum. Yeah, I don't know. What yeah. Uh, Joe Biden won one sixteen one twelve this weekend. <laughs> one more, he, won, he won by more than that. I, yeah, I he said he won one eighteen or one ten, maybe. Yeah, congratulations, congratulations to Joe Biden, man. He pulled man. it off. Tell you what, what are you gonna do? You know, both candidates, I think, got more votes than anyone ever. Yeah, in, they in, sure in, did. In, a, in an election, right? Yeah, it was crazy. When, like seventy. When, the, when it, what is it, seventy five to seventy or something? Seventy five like to seventy, yeah. When it's all said lot, and done, man. 150 it, million people voted, and, and the votes aren't even all counted yet. Yeah, it's crazy. Nevada's brought Nevada's probably not going to be done with the count till freaking November 10th. Jeez, what is going on over there, man? Oh, it's so it's so incompetent. Oh my goodness. But Joe Biden, yeah, Joe we, Biden we got, got like C.J. Ross and Adelaide Bird over there counting the stuff. I mean, really, oh, what is going on over there? Probably counting it like with their fingers. One, two, three. <laughs> like count money, you know. Oh my god, it's horrible. Oh my god, that is, I tell you what, the entire card, that entire Fox card, was just bad. It was, it was like horrible. watching old wrestling matches, you know, where there's no competitive matches, just squash matches. Like I said, SD Jones, SD Jones versus King Kong Bundy, and like, yeah. oh my god. It's horrible. It's insane. Uh, Aaron Daly, don't worry about it. There's plenty of train wrecks to go around this week. Um, that first, I think it was the first fight on there. I saw it was a second round knockout. Two two heavyweights. I don't remember who it was. They just looked awful. I mean, they looked just bad. Yeah. And I'm wondering, like, where they got these guys from. I'm like, were they just waiting at Home Depot, waiting to get a job, and a truck pulls up, and he just says, hey, do you want to box tonight? And he's like, yeah, let's do it. You know, and he gets in, and that's a wrap. I mean, it's it was horrible. I mean, it was really that bad. So, I don't know, man. So, yeah, all right, let's go to the upcoming fights. We're going to go to the news, and then uh, we're going to give you the Canelo story, and then we're going to go to the phone. So, uh, coming up next week. Uh, from Yorkshire on November 11th. I think that's a Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. Is it? It's Wednesday. Wednesday, okay. Uh, from Yorkshire, UK, watch on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, Turns Bay, Colcomet versus Macau- Macaulay. What is this? Macaulay McGowan, 10 rounds. G- 
Come on. Come on. Do you ever, like, read? Let me ask you a question, B. Do you ever read the schedule and think that as I'm reading this, I'm being punked? Or this, like, is what I, just, this is what I do. I'm going to give you the optics of what I do sometimes when I'm reading the schedule. This is what I do. Throw up? I'll be reading. I'll be reading, and I'll be shaking my head. I don't understand, and, I, and, and I'll be saying why. Right, right. I don't get yeah. this. Here's I'm, the thing. Really, I'm gonna I'm gonna spend my time watching this. This is what you Here, want me to do. Here's Are the you thing. Crazy. We we all know that these guys can't fight the iron back to back to back to back to back to back. Yeah. But again, there's got to be a point you can't go below either. Something, man. I mean, right? this is nonsense. It's like, it's like it's like. You know, when you're when a basketball team practices, they practice against you know the starters and 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 the um the bench team. They don't go they don't go to a high school right and and, and play a high school team to That's practice it. against. That's you it. don't. Like, there's got to be a point you don't go below. And like Luis Ortiz, I know he's been off, but again, you, you, you don't fight a, with all due respect. You don't fight a guy like that. Just, that. That guy doesn't even belong in the ring with you. Jesus. It's insane. And this is on ESPN Plus, which I'll remind everybody you pay for. Um, that's pay-per-view, basically, is what you're doing. Pay-per-view. You subscribe to another channel. It's like HBO or whatever else. Showtime. This is what they're putting on. Uh, that's the main event, by the way. Uh, Ka- uh, Calumet versus McGowan. That, uh, Sultan Zauerbeck versus Jeff Ofori is the co-main. This is, I mean, I mean, this is just sickening. I mean, really, like, what in the world are you doing? Why, why am I, why would I, come on, stop it. November 14th on ESPN, Terrence Crawford versus Kell Brook, 12 rounds for Crawford's WBO welterweight title, undercard Joshua Franco versus Andrew Maloney for Franco's WBA regular junior bantamweight title. Hopefully he has a better time than his brother did. Uh, Joshua Greer Jr. versus Edwin Rodriguez. Also on the card, Duke Reagan against the dreaded TBA. Duke Reagan, of course, from Titletown, Cincinnati. Uh, we'll see how he does. On zone, November 14th. Katie Taylor versus Miriam Gutierrez. Ten rounds for Taylor's WBC, WBO, IBF, WBA, lightweight titles. Uh, the co-main, Terry Harper versus Katrina Thanders. Uh, 10 rounds for Harper's WBC Junior Lightweight title. I guess this is like an all-chick card because there's another one underneath there, and they got another chick fighting for a bantamweight title. Um, listen, man, uh, whatever. Uh, and uh, Fox Sports 1, uh, November 14th, has a PBC card, but uh, nothing's showing up under there as far as, like, who's fighting. Um, listen, man, about the DAZN card, you know, I, listen, don't get me wrong. I like that Katie Taylor's – I like that she's headlining. But you know how you do this? You put a solid co-main underneath it. Names people know, and that draws them to it, and then Katie Taylor main events. You know what I'm saying? You need a name up there. It's not how you do it. And then, and then the other thing is, too, they don't do any bios on these chicks. Nobody. Why would I care if Terry Harper's fighting? I don't know who she is. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying she's not a good fighter. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying your promoters are screwing you. That's the problem. Your promoters who, you know, you're paying money to, they're collecting some of your purse. They're collecting. They are screwing you. This is your problem, all right, because I'm not interested in the fight. Beeb's not interested in the fight, all right? Why? That's not your problem. That is your promoter's problem. Do something about it. 
Do something about it. All right, let's talk about the uh, <laughs> notorious. You could say that again. Uh, yeah, read this comment. Uh, chick card. Eric's wife would be so pissed to hear that kind of talk. <laughs> yeah, I could picture her calling in in a few minutes. Actually, if you heard that, um, you know. So again, man. Again, that's they got to do something about it. They got to do something about it. Uh, Georgie says I'm again discriminating against women. You know, it is what it is. I'm not, though. You think I am? I'm not. I'm not. I like girl boxing. I do. We had Sula Marbina on here. (laughs) Chick boxing. What do you, fancy? What do you want to call it? What do you want to call it, babe? Female boxing. Is that a sexist remark from me? I mean, women's women's boxing. I love women. I love women. It's not girls. They're women. I love women. I'm going to do. Start promoting it properly. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. More people agree with me. What did we have? We had we had Christina Hammer on here. We had Urbina. Yeah. We had Shayna Fabiano. Who else? How many female fighters have we had on here? I think that's about it. I think we've had some more. Yeah, we had some more. I remember Christina Hammer. Yeah, Christina Hammer. Yeah. I love when, when we had her on. I did too, man. I, I love that accent. Oh. Drives me crazy. Right? And then, uh, you know, we had uh, Sula Marbina. She was on here. Shayna Flapiano, Everett's Finest. The only female See, female fighter out of Everett. Us. We love women. We're doing our part. <laughs> we got to get some more women on here. I got, right. I, I love women. Let's get them on here. Let's get a bunch of women on here. Yeah. I don't care if they're boxers or not. Let's just get them on here. Who cares? What's that? Okay, first the shields on you. When's she fighting next? I don't know. I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard anything about her. No, it's been quiet on the Clarissa Shields front. Um, let's talk about this Terrence Crawford Kell Brook fight because this is the big fight coming up this weekend. And uh, you know, listen, man, I tell you what, uh, Rob eighty seven, come on, stop it. Although, I mean, it's on YouTube. I guess we could. I don't know. I don't know. Rob87 says topless would be acceptable. Come on, stop it, Rob. So, you know, Tori's BC saying, did you hear guys? Did you hear? What's this? Did you guys hear Clarissa Shields fighting on Zoopla Boxing Card? I heard that, but I heard it. Someone told me that, but I haven't but seen it. I don't anything. know that anything's really confirmed or anything like that. Yeah, so we don't know. Can't find anything on the web about it. Someone told me that, but I, I just don't know how true it is. But I tell you what, I tell you what though, Zufa, you know, the UFC and all that, they know how to promote women. Yeah. They know how to promote yeah. women. Yeah. You know. I wonder if you'll see Clarissa Shields cross over to MMA or someone in MMA cross over to fight Clarissa Shields. I don't know. Maybe they were talking about what's her name, Cyborg, but Cyborg is no longer with the UFC, so yeah. I don't know. Oh, funny, Cyborg left the UFC and went to fight in uh, Bellator, and just there's no one over there for her to fight. No. It's almost like it's almost like she went to the B League, you know. Well, she didn't want to fight. Uh, she didn't want to fight. Uh, what's her face? Amanda Nunez again. Yeah, so, she wasn't gonna fight her again. Yeah, Amanda Nunez is the best fighter ever, man. Amanda Nunez rocked, like, destroyed her. Yeah, it was insane. She didn't want no more part of her. Christian Leacock says that Kell Brook is a live dog this weekend. Do you believe that? Well, here's what I, I was talking to some people, and um, I think he's going to lose the fight, 
But I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna go the distance. I think it's gonna be a, a more competitive fight than people give credit for. I, I, I'm looking for an eight to four type fight. Really? That kind I, I think, yeah, I think it's gonna be a competitive fight. I think he's just gonna come up a little short. I think Terry you know Crawford what? is gonna annihilate him. Ah, most people do, but yeah. I, I, I think it's gonna be more competitive than because Kelbrook's kind of, he's big, he's fast. Yeah. He's got some range to him. It's gonna be, inter- it's gonna be an interesting fight. It's gonna be a very interesting fight. I think, it, yeah, I, I'm, I'm interested to see it. It's, it's almost like one of those things that you, you know, what it should be, but then you're thinking about what it could be. Sometimes, sometimes it doesn't always play out like styles. Styles. You think it's like this, man. Perfect example. Did you anticipate the Devin Haney and Gamboa fight going the way it did? I did not. So I mean, I did not. You know, does that mean? I mean, Gamboa was close to winning the fight. Absolutely not, but he was hanging in there. You know, it'll be it'll be interesting, man. It'll be interesting. You, know, you can't forget the performances Cal Brook had that that performance Cal Brook had against um, Sean Porter, and look what and look what Sean Porter became after that. Mm-hmm. That, that 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 Sean Porter win is aging very well. Yes, it's aging very well. Uh, Christian says that uh, Crawford is chinny. That's possible. I mean, we've seen him down a couple of times. So, yeah, I mean, he he, he can get knocked down. But I'd love an upset. I, I like him. I like Kel Brook a lot. I like Kel Brook, too. I like Kel Brook, too. I like Kel Brook, too, too, but I, I just, I don't know. I, the I way love Hearn to... has handled his career, though. Uh, him and Hearn are on the outs right now. Good. Good. They should have been on the outs a long time ago. Yeah. You know? I guess Hearn's mad because uh, he was negotiating the fight with Crawford behind his back and stuff, and he didn't involve him in it, didn't say nothing to him. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, Joe Biden wants to see uh, Charlo at middleweight. I think that would be interesting, too. Uh, Rob87 says that Brooke wins the first four rounds and then fades. It's possible, too. That's uh, possible. He does come up strong sometimes. And yeah, Terrence does start a little bit slower. So yeah. Crawford is listed with a five-inch reach. Is that right? Uh, I don't think it's a five-inch reach. I think it's like a two, like two or three. Boxwork has Crawford. Uh, Reese Max says he's got a five-inch reach over him. That's uh, insane. Let me, let, me, let me check that. I, I didn't think it was that much. What are the odds on Kell Brook on this fight? Do we know? Oh, it's, it's 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 pretty big. I think it's like I can look it up. But I think the last time I checked, it was like like seven or eight to one. Yeah, let me see if I can find this here. They give, they're giving him no shot. No shot whatsoever. Oh, wow. Terrence Crawford does. He has like a seven. Wow. He's got a 70,000. He's got a 74 inch reach. Wow. I didn't realize. I thought. I didn't think it was that much. Yeah. So Terrence Crawford is a minus 3,000 favorite. So if you bet 100, you're, if you bet 3,000, you're getting 100 back. Uh, on the flip side for Kell yeah. Brook, if you bet 100, he's a plus 1,200 favorite. So if you bet 100 on Kell Brook, you're getting 1,200 back, which is really good odds, but it's a very long yeah. shot. He does have a five-inch reach advantage. I apologize. Yeah, Kell Brook, Kell Brook's got a 69-inch reach, and he's five nine. I think I think Kell, I think um, Terrence Crawford is five eight. And Crawford has a five-inch reach on him. Yeah, he's got a, he's got yeah, kill him. Crawford's got the Crawford's got the reach of a of a middleweight. Yeah, Crawford's 5'8", and uh, Kell Brook is 5'9". Yeah. Uh, Nacho said Crawford a 74-inch reach versus Brook 69-inch yeah, reach. Yeah, yeah, it's 5-inch distance. 
Yeah, good luck with that one, man. Gee, that's a huge reach, huge reach yeah. advantage. Terrence Crawford got, got really long arms. Yeah. I have a, I, I'm, 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 I'm about close, close to six one, and I have a seventy, seventy. I think I have like a seventy five inch reach. Last time I measured. That's insane that he has I mean, that, I, that big of a reach. I'm almost five inches taller than him, and yeah. I have like barely a friggin' inch reach advantage over him. <laughs> wow. Yeah, um, but not Hopkins, I think his reach was like a 75, too. Yeah. That's so. insane, man. It really is. Let's see what Mike Tyson's reach is. I know that freaking uh, Tyson Fury's got like an 83, 84-inch reach. Yeah, Notorious minus 3,000. That's insane. You bet, bet 3,000 to win 100. <laughs> The, the the odds are so ridiculous for for boxing fights. They well, they're really trying are. to get money. I mean, they're trying to get money on uh, the other way, but it ain't going. Yeah, it's so crazy. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, man. I, I'm picking. You're, so you're picking Crawford to win. Might be a yeah. might be a tussle, but uh, I'm picking Crawford to win. Go, easy. Yeah, I think it's going to go the distance. Tyson had a 71 inch reach. Wow. That's yeah. Insane. All right, let's talk about uh, – let's go to our news and rumors here, and then we'll go to the phones. Uh, Canelo Alvarez, the big news this week. Uh, Canelo Alvarez is now a free agent, Beeb. Golden Boy released Canelo Alvarez, Alvarez from his contract this week. To me, this was kind of sad, man, because Canelo signed a 365, $365 million, million, uh, 11-fight deal. Uh, and now he won't collect on it, man. But the flip side of that is I think he'll actually make more money outside this contract. Um, and, you know, honestly, it's better for us as fans because that's where the bigger fights – I think the bigger fights are outside of the zone anyway, man, especially if he goes to the PBC where he, we suspect he's going to go. He's supposed to be fighting Caleb Plant next. I, I, I guess he's going to be – That's what I'm hearing, yeah. That's what I'm hearing. Caleb, Caleb Plant is the big favorite there. I guess um, he's going to be a free agent, so he's just going to, you know, fight – That'll be interesting too, yeah. If he's a free agent, yeah, then he could just bounce around and fight anybody and for for big money. So, and, so here's the big question: Is Golden Boy done? But first off, let me ask you this: Can you imagine? Yeah. Can you imagine, like Charlo, him fighting Charlo or something like that on a Fox pay per view? On this a was, Fox pay, them promoting this thing every Sunday till the cows come home. You know, this Crazy. was a great move. And I, I yeah. and I, and, I, and again, I hate to harp on this, but what if Canelo learned how to speak English? He would. Be, oh my God, how big would he be? Huge, huge. He's already a crossover star. He is. Everybody knows who he is. They are. This, this is a great move. It what is. does Golden Boy do now? Where, like who they have now? They have freaking Ryan Garcia. Okay, so here's a statement from De La Hoya. Uh, quote. The lawsuit was resolved to everyone's satisfaction. We wish Canelo the best going forward. Uh, in a strong partnership with DAZN, we will continue showcasing our wide array of talent, <laughs> including Virgil. superstars like Ryan Garcia, Jaime Munguia, and Virgil Ortiz Jr., That's all it. of whom who have talent and potential to become the next biggest star in our sport. You know, oh, yeah. i tell you what. You know what's interesting about that whole thing? He brought up Ryan Garcia after bashing him for all that time. You know, well, now, he bashed now he's got a now he's got to kiss his ass. Yeah, that's what he's got to do now. I mean, he bashed him and bashed him, called him a diva, that he's promoting Virgil Ortiz over Ryan Garcia, blah, blah, blah. And this is what he comes up with. What a rube, man. Um, 
this has got to be, Beeb. It has to be one of the biggest screw-ups in promoter history. Well, one of the biggest. Think about the biggest. Let's look at the track history. He had all those Hammond fighters fighting on his cards for like years. Years. And then, and then he just realizes he had none of them under contract. <laughs> none of them. And then, like, then he gets mad at PBC because because of his stupidity. The guy, the guy is just a mess. I don't know what happened. And then he, then he was, he was, he, was had, he had Floyd Mayweather fighting on uh, using using his promotional company to promote his fights for a while. Then, then Mayweather went on his own. Yeah. The guy, like they can't, they just can't hold on to talent. They can't hold on to a good. They can't sustain a good, a good thing. Yeah. They, they always have. They, they always fuck up a good thing. Always. 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 Uh, Denise Ward's in the chat. Good to see you here, Denise. Uh, I always see her on Facebook all the time, so it's good to see her here. Denise, um, is, Denise is good people. Yeah, she really is. She she's really sweet, is. She's a sweetheart. I yeah, love Denise. She's awesome, man. Uh, Kevin from Chicago says Canelo isn't as profitable as people think. So well, I don't we'll see. What rock you've been living under for this number of years? We'll he is see. The money man. The money we'll, man. We'll see when the pay per view the pay per view numbers come in. Pay per view coming already coming gone, son. Even before he went to the zone, he was the money guy. So yeah, he's the money guy, son. Stop it. Um. But do you agree, babe? This has to be one of the biggest screw ups in promotional history. Yes. Yes. <laughs> D-Style, yes. thank you so much. We appreciate it. Thank you, D-Style. Uh, Joe Biden says that Canelo uh, does speak English. He does speak uh, good English, but just doesn't talk. I think yeah. that it's probably one of the things where he does speak English. I mean, because I can't imagine he has to, I mean, he's got to speak some English, you know. It's not like Julio Cesar Chavez back in the day where I don't think he spoke much. You know, I think he spoke enough. But, like, I think Canelo speaks it. But I think what it is is I think that he's probably, like, uh, insecure with the way he speaks. You know what I mean? So he's not really to put it, he's more comfortable obviously speaking Spanish. I like I like Canelo. I think he's good for boxing. I think so too. I like him a lot. Yeah, I do too. Um, let's see here. So according to ESPN, as far as the contract goes, after extended discussions between both party between the parties the zone offered to pay Alvarez and Golden Boy Promotions a fraction of the contracted $40 million license fee in cash and some the zone stock in advance of potential IPO, according to the initial lawsuit filed in California. However, the entire value of the package for a bout against another world champion was substantially less than Alvarez's contractual guarantee. Um, so, yeah, this thing ends. I mean, this, this thing really ends, man. So, you know... I. Like I said, man, I think uh, this was a big this, – and you know what? And Golden Boy had to let him go because he was on the hook for all that money. He had he was on you the know, hook for that contract. If he didn't let him go, Golden Boy was on the hook for that contract, right? I suspected this was going to happen, but you know what I did think? I thought this was going to be dragged out a little bit for like, like six months or so before it actually happened. But I did suspect strongly that um, – that this wasn't going to end pretty for a golden boy. There's no way these guys can, could have continued to do business together after the, the rocky relationship they had. There's, there was no trust. No, 
None. There was no trust. After this deal, there was no trust. And there shouldn't have been no trust. Out of out of all the promoters, De La Hoya is probably the most shadiest right now. Yeah. Oh, for sure. 100%. So where does this put the zone um, after well, this? Now they got to rely on the crap that Golden Boy is putting out. I mean, and Golden Boy puts out some garbage. Do you want me to give you another whammy? some garbage out. Are you ready to hear another whammy? Yeah. Think about this. Anthony Joshua's on a fight to – he doesn't have a contract with the zone. No. Right? Do you think that Fury fight's going to be on the zone, or do you think it's going to be on ESPN uh, pay-per-view? ESPN. Ask yourself that question. ESPN. So, Nobody – I mean, again, man. Eddie Hearn's, they, not, Eddie Hearn's not stupid. Yeah. Right? That's a so, better – it's a better outlet, better – you know – Listen, man, I mean, DAZN, listen, a lot of, you know, they had Canelo, they had, you know, I'm I'm struggling with what are they going to put on. They're putting on Katie Taylor and Miriam Gutierrez this weekend, the whole, the, the lady card or whatever. Really? That's, and their card, let me tell you what, their card this year, their cards this year have been awful. Not just a little awful. I mean, real awful. I mean, like, Bad to the point of like you know you know you you wonder like I mean is there a need to continue the subscription here with the stuff they're putting out? I'm a loser, so yeah, I'm gonna keep it. I'm, not, I'm gonna do it too. I'm a loser. I'm, I'm, we're both degenerates, Beeb. I'm talking I mean, about normal people. I'm no, talking normal people. Well, no, of course we're losers. How many people? How many people subscribe to it because it can help? I don't uh, know. A ton. Well, even even still, right? They get, now, so how many people subscribe to it? Listen, man, they gave him a three hundred and sixty some million dollar contract. He, a lot. He was, he was the face of the commercials that sure. they were showing. It. They can't be happy with. What this. are they going to do? No, what are they going to do now? Put Ryan Garcia as the face of the zone? Look, I like Ryan Garcia, but come on, man. Yeah. Who's going to be the face there? Imagine if Luke. Imagine if Luke Campbell beats Ryan Garcia. Is that possible? No, I can't. I cannot imagine. Can't imagine that? Number one, I can't imagine Luke Campbell beating Ryan Garcia. But number two, I can't imagine the fallout if he beats Ryan Garcia. I mean, could you, I don't even want to think about it. How awful that would be for all parties in that in that mess. The zone, Luke, you know, Ryan Garcia, you know, uh, Golden Boy. Oh, man. Uh, Denise is the only smart one in the chat. She says she's never subbed to the zone. I, you know what? I can't say I blame you right now. I got to be honest. Hey, I can't criticize you. Yeah, I can't do it, man. I can't do it. You know? Uh, all right. So let's move on to our train wreck of the week, number two. Babe, I'll give you two guesses who's in the train wreck of the week. Why don't you give them to me? You're Adrian Brown. One. There it is. Adrian only needs one. The Adrian Broner train wreck of the week. You know, at one point in the show's history, we had to have two train wrecks of the week because Adrian Broner was involved in nonsense every week. So he had his own corner grabbed on the train wreck of the week. This is it. You could not take it away from him. So there would be other stupid nonsense happening. So we had to have two train wrecks of the week, the regular train wreck of the week and the Adrian Broner train wreck of the week. That's where we are. The Adrian Broner train wreck of the week. Adrian Broner was sent to jail this week. Cuyahoga County Judge Nancy Margaret Russo, Nancy Margaret Russo, found that Adrian Broner failed to cooperate with multiple deadlines. 
to submit documents proving why he was unable to pay an $830,000 judgment that the judge ordered him to pay. This all goes back to the sexual assault claim in a Cleveland nightclub. You remember that where uh, Bronner was actually ordered to pay the victim $750,000 plus court cost? Do you remember that where I guess he uh, I guess he he touched a lady or something like that or it was he, he smacked her in the ass or something like some, that? Yeah. Something something that he shouldn't have done. Put it that way. You know, just keep your hands to yourself and you have no problems. I know. I don't understand that. It's so simple. You learn. You ever see? You ever see the girl? The, the the girlfriend he has, the mother of his children. She is a beautiful, beautiful, she's a woman. very pretty lady. Very pretty she's lady. Beautiful, what do you she's doing? A, she seems like a nice, nice woman. She yeah. seems very, very supportive. Puts up with all of his bullshit. Seems like a nice lady too. And I mean, uh, apparently she's all the looks nice. thing, like she seems like a very sweet person. Very nice, you know, very nice. And that's the one. You know, it's just, it's just this. Oh, it's horrible. I don't get it. Uh, top tier boxing channel. Uh, Don shot at twenty four. Thank you so much. He said it's a top tier boxing channel. Been a sub for years. Uh, what do you feel of current Haney versus Tank Loma, uh, Tank Lopez Loma situation based off last night's? Uh, he said also, what's up to the D style? Uh, let's take that in just a second. Um, let me finish this thought about Adrian Bronner here. Uh, so at the end of the day, man, this was kind of Bronner's own doing that he got sent to jail. Uh, this is what he did, Beeb, and this is what makes it so moronic. All right, you know, so. This this idiot goes on to, to uh, Instagram. He posts a video where there's stacks of hundreds laid out on the table, like a big table, hundreds laid all on it, you know. Listen, I don't know how much money was there, but listen, man, it was quite a bit. I mean, it was a lot of money. Bronner claimed he only had $13 and could not pay court costs according to the documents. So he tells the judge, hey, listen, I, I'm broke. I don't have any money, all right? I only have $13 in my name, but I'm going to be fighting again. So the judge sees this video. The video comes to her attention, and she says, hey, wait a minute. What are you doing? Where would you get this money? And he was like, well, you know, uh, I can ask people for the money. You know, like uh, I've got friends like Tank Davis and Steven Espinoza. She says, okay, so you just have friends sending you money? And he was like, well, yeah, I mean, if I asked for it, I mean, he just had like this convoluted, stupid story about how he got the money. And she was like, well, if you have the money, then you can pay, you know, the victim. Well, no, because I, I, I'm going to fight in January. Can I just pay her with that? She says, I, no, you, you, we, you, we asked you if you had the money. You said you had $13, but now you're on Instagram. So you can you can give me a reason. Until you give me a good reason on where you got the money, sending you to jail. You're going to jail. So he went to jail. I mean, I, I think he got bailed out or whatever, but, like, come on, man. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something. She shouldn't have put him – she shouldn't have sent him to jail for that. Why? It's contempt. Because That's contempt of court. That's what he was put in for. Contempt. Oh, so he, so he didn't file. So he didn't file the, the 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 paperwork. But here's the thing: he was willing to fill out the paperwork. He said he was going to do it, so he didn't do it. So she should have said, "Okay." Yeah, but whose fault is that, though? It's his fault. But I I don't know. I I I, I can't even believe I'm doing this right now. But I actually feel bad for the guy. Oh, how dare you? What about the I, victim? I, I I've been she I've been assaulted. Been, yeah, she's going to get paid one way or the other. But the thing is this. 
I mean, I feel bad for her too. Don't get me wrong. You know, but again, you know, he, he grabbed her ass. Of course, I'm not going to condone that, but do you go to jail for something like that? I don't know. But again, here's the thing. Yes. Yes, you do. You can't just grab people. You can't just walk up the street and see a girl there and say, you know what? I like the way she looks. Let me go grab her and hug her and start kissing her and everything like that. That might, that might fly with Trump. It doesn't fly with anybody else in the U.S., son. You've never done that before in your life? I've huh? never done that. No, I have not. You've never, you've never, never been in a club? And, a woman. No, I have not. You've never been in a club one day and just like make eye, eye contact with someone and just, it just happens? Hey, are you asking me if I've ever sexually assaulted a woman? The answer is no. That's correct. Yes. I'm asking if you got game. I'm asking if you got game. Sexually assaulting a woman is game? No, that's Stop what it. you call it. Eve calls that- it game. Anyway. <laughs> no, but, but, but in all seriousness, I, I felt hard. I just, it, I really, I, I've always said this. I, I like everyone in boxing, but Adrian Broner, for some reason, he just rubs me the wrong way. I have a strong dislike for him, right? I just don't like him. I don't. I don't hate anyone. Right. But but, but you know what's funny? All all that dislike, I I just I saw him at his lowest, and it tugged it tugged at my heartstrings. I actually felt genuine pity for the guy at that point in time. He was I just drunk the next day. I don't know. I just. I just felt bad for him, man. How many chances does this guy get? Who's he, Charlie Sheen? I think I'm getting soft in my old age. You're getting soft, son. I'm getting soft, man. What's the matter with you? Back in the day, I never gave a fuck about anyone. (laughs) Now now I I actually have empathy. What's the matter with you? I think it's making me me weaker. All right, so let's answer this question from Don Shotta24. How do you feel about the current uh, based off last night's um, listen, man, Haney versus Tank uh, versus Lopez. What do I think of basically uh, Haney versus Tank, Lopez, and uh, Lomachenko? Listen again, man. It's We can't really criticize his performance. We can criticize the fact that he didn't knock anybody out, um, but he, we can't really criticize his performance. How does he do against any of those guys? I think he beats, I think he beats Tank. I think he beats uh, but Loma and Tiafimo. I want to see those fights. I, I'd like to see. I'd like to see any of those fights, but I still think he's a player at that at that level. I really do. I, he's a world class fighter, and I think he. If you put him in a tournament, does he come out on top? Maybe. What well, well, is the thing? I wrote. I've been riding with Tiafimo for for about the last. Yeah. I'm on his last two two or three years, right? Yeah. He had that that performance against the Japanese guy. I, I didn't jump off. I didn't jump off the 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 um the Lopez train. So I mean. Right. If you if you if you rode with Haney before this, there's no reason to, to jump off the, the train no, right now. Really I, not. I mean, I don't think I don't think so. I mean, like, look, man. I mean, you can't really criticize that performance too much, man. You really. But, can't but, but Haney, Haney does get a lot of hate, bro. He's got a shitload of hate. He really does. He does. Oh, he needs to get off the zone and go go to PBC. Yeah. <laughs> Calms him right shit. down. He gets a shit ton of hate, bro. Oh man. Hey, Beeb. Train wreck of the week, number two, Javante Davis. How could he be train wreck of the week? He was just he was on everybody's top list last oh, week. And oh, now, God. this is straight from TMZ. Javante Davis's rep has issued an official no comment in regards to the boxing star that was he was involved in a hit and run crash in Baltimore early Thursday morning. Uh, cops were investigating a hit-and-run incident that took place around 2 a.m. in South Baltimore, where witnesses told officers 
that a Lamborghini blew through a red light and hit another vehicle. It was a Lamborghini Urus, a very expensive SUV. The footage of Davis driving off in a tricked-out Urus with no tags after his victory over Leo Santa Cruz Saturday, was it the same car? I don't know how many Uruses, you know, Lamborghini Uruses, whatever that is, are floating around in South Baltimore. My guess it was probably uh, Davis. I don't know. I mean, be listen, I'm not a lawyer. I know uh, my friend Mike Jacobs could probably get him uh, acquitted here, but uh, listen, as far as uh, I, I got I got to call. I have to call it my way, Andrew Saborn, to see what his chances are of beating this case. I think that he's probably going to plea out of it or pay some money to get out of it and make it. He'll be all right. He'll be all right. I think he'll be all right, but Jesus, man, come on. No one one was injured. (laughs) Georgie says, Georgie said, Eric Beeb hating on women and then defending AB. This is out of control, people. (laughs) He spelled people wrong. It was people when he says it. Um,. Insane. Let's talk about Davis's numbers, uh, Davis Santa Cruz numbers. Great numbers for uh, Javante Davis versus Leo Santa Cruz. The pay-per-view did over 200,000. Uh, they estimate, what, a 200 to 250? I think it was probably closer to 200,000, though. Still big numbers. Bigger numbers than the Charlos had. That's for sure. He definitely moved the needle on that. Numbers aren't bad. Let's go to Chicago. 312. I think this is Kevin from Chicago. 312, you're live. Fight doctors in the house on regain status as always. Fight doctor, I apologize. Very good, man. Very good. No good worries. to have you. No worries. It's all good, man. Listen, I have a question for you guys. Why do you let that idiot Michael Montero on this show? Oh, stop. Okay? Michael He's Montero, got a family. Michael Montero is... Michael Montero is the poster boy for... for for um, Roger Mayweather, okay? Seriously. Because he doesn't know shit about boxing. The man knows nothing. And then on top of that, he comes he comes on here acting like he's Mr. Fair and Balance reporting. The man is the biggest homer. He's the biggest nutsack writer for Golovkin and Lomachenko and every other Eastern European fighter I've ever seen. Period. If Fight Doctor, you, mean, if Fight Doctor have, hates Eastern European Lomachenko. fighters. He hates Eastern European fighters. Wait, first of all. <laughs> wait, first of all, first of all, let, let's not know. I do not hate you know Eastern that? European fighters. He actually, likes, he actually likes Vladimir Klitschko. Right, I don't he care likes, about the sport. He likes Vladimir Klitschko. Well, actually, I've never been a big fan of Vladimir Klitschko. However, <laughs> to be fair, Klitschko did uh, manage to win the linear heavyweight championship of the no, world. Yeah, you give him respect. You respect Vladimir Klitschko. You respect Vladimir Klitschko. <laughs> I, I have a healthy amount of respect for him. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put him in my top ten all the time. But no. I mean, Vladimir, he look, he knows how to box. He said he was, he was, he was just, you know, he had a glass jaw. Not his fault. Just is what it is. Whether he, <laughs> in terms of his boxing ability, you, you hold him in, was a very accomplished boxer. You, you, you hold him in much higher regard than you do Golovkin and um. Lomachenko, correct? Uh, well, I wouldn't say all that. I don't know. I mean, so I'll say this. Vladimir, at the very minimum, won a legitimate title, which Lomachenko and the Triple Duck have not managed to do. So in that sense, I would hold Klitschko above 
uh, Lomachenko and uh, the Triple Duck. Now, the Triple Duck and the Lomachenko never had their brother to clean up their messes for them, unlike Klitschko. So, yeah, I mean, if, if, if you put a gun to my head and if you, if you, if you ask me if I really think that Klitschko is a joke, then the answer to that question is yes, he is. However, he did manage to win legitimate titles. So, you have to give him respect for at least having accomplished something that those other two had jobs have not yet managed to accomplish. Listen, this is, this is the stretch for you. You're actually showing an Eastern European fighter a, a little bit of respect. Why are you showing bias against Eastern European fighters? I think there's a bias here, B. Wait, 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 wait. I, first of all, first of all, first of all, I'm not showing bias against four or against anyone. I'm just calling it's it. Opinion. Like, you gotta respect his opinion. Gotta respect his I, opinion. I would, look, I would be, I would be more than happy to have this debate with anybody. In terms of you the quality of, listen, there, there are some, look, there are some very fine Eastern European fighters. <laughs> like, um, <clears throat> what's his name? Yeah, that Solid fight. Okay, solid fight. Who? I, and, I, and I have I have nothing but praise for him. For who? Devrinchenko. Uh, you know why he likes Devrinchenko? Because Devrinchenko. Because of what he did to Golovkin, that's why he likes him. That's why he likes him because of what he did to Golovkin. Stop. <laughs> no, it's it, it, it got nothing to do with it. It's simple fact that listen, he hasn't he hasn't been hyped up like. Some of the other high jobs have, and yeah, listen, I have to be honest with you. It's not that I dislike. Do you ever think because he's uh, not as good as the other high jobs? Like Lovkin, I don't. Oh, you get, you get, he's better than Lomachenko. <laughs> I mean, he lost it. <clears throat> In fact, I think you, <clears throat> you could probably make the argument he's better than Golovkin. Okay, now I thought he beat Golovkin. You know, I thought he beat Golovkin too. He lost to Golovkin in a, in a very close fight. Had Golovkin been 10 years younger, who knows what would have happened, okay? But at the end of the day, Golovkin hype job, Lomachenko hype job, Michael Montero is the biggest homer for certain fighters that I've ever seen. Aww. And doesn't know shit about boxing. Okay, he wants terrible. to come over here the show. act like he's a fair and balanced media. Okay, well, he's a friend of the show, that's fine. But he's a friend of the show who doesn't know shit about boxing. Like, <laughs> you got to call it like I see it, all right? The man, the man is biased. Listen, only a Lomachenko nut rider would have scored the uh, uh, Lopez fight a draw, which is what which is what that idiot Montero scored the fight at a draw. The fight was not a draw. It, it wasn't a draw. Lomachenko won three rounds tops four. Did Andre push. Ward have it a draw? This idiot scores the fight a draw. Yeah, he was. He, he, that was a rough night. Off night. Okay, Andre. Andre Ward. Andre Ward is a company man. Okay. Andre Ward's scorecard was out of line. Told you, you know what it was. Anybody, anybody, everyone who knows anything about boxing, called Andre out on that whack ass scorecard that he had. Bradley called him out. Bradley called him out. Fight doctor, Look, if I could jump he, in real he, quick here and ask you a question. He, 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 um, some of the viewers want to know. You seem to be coughing a little bit lately. Do you have COVID? I hope not. I don't think so. I think it's bronchitis. I would get checked. Have you been checked out, my man? But no, it's not COVID. Have you been checked out? No, I'm going to go get a test. Go get a test, son. I'm going to go get a test. Because I don't want to catch. Stop coughing on me. I don't want to catch that. I don't know how it's Show some empathy. Show some empathy. Don't discriminate a dizzy's coughing. Give my mask. Where's my mask? 
Don't discriminate against him. Put a mask on. You don't need to discriminate against the guy. Right, right. Just, 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 just put your mask on, okay, sir? Put your mask on. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Give us time to ask. You'll be fine, okay? okay. Shut me You'll be fine. I'm going to call Dr. Fogel. Yeah, Shardin ass to the clear right. All right? Yeah, go see Dr. Fogel. <laughs> tell him, tell him, tell him to give you Shardin ass. Tell him I said, tell him to fight Dr. Fogel. Take right here. He, he said go to Okay? But, but, yeah. Listen. Michael Matero, the biggest Lomachenko, Golovkin, nut rider I've ever seen, not fair and balanced, Idiot, don't know shit about boxing. I don't know why you guys like that idiot come on the show and talk like he actually knows something about the sport when he doesn't. Okay? Um, and I, I'm only, I only regret that by the time I called in, it was too late because I certainly would have, would have enjoyed giving that idiot a healthy dosage. Okay? But it was not to wait till the next time that you like an idiot on the show. <laughs> Is he is he is he your, your least favorite? Man doesn't know shit about boxing. Is he your least favorite member of the boxing media? Uh, no, I think that I think that's how the belongs to Dan Raphael. Oh. But Mr. Fat drafted himself. Oh. But he and Michael Marcello are probably like neck and neck. Oh, stop it. Neck and neck. Okay, neither one of them knows shit about boxing. Oh. And both of them, and both of them have a have a have a healthy bias for certain fighters, okay? So, yeah, Michael Marteau and Dan, I don't know shit about boxing. Uh, uh, Mr. Dunkin' Donuts, Raphael. Oh, stop it. With his fight at. That's horrible. It was it was hilarious. I thought horrible is Dan, listen, horrible is Dan Raphael's food bill at the end of the month. That's oh. horrible. Okay, don't get it twisted. That's horrible. You know what's so funny when Dan Raphael posted? I was laughing my ass off when Dan Raphael posted. He posted his um his freaking Hall of Fame picks and shit. Everyone and he didn't put, he, he didn't put Tony on there, and everybody was roasting him. Everybody was roasting him. Yeah, well, don't say roast because Dan, you know, you say roast. Dan Raphael gets kind of you know he gets kind of. He gets kind of jittered. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Of, We've uh, got to address what just happened here. What on earth was that noise, man? What? I'm cleaning. I'm cleaning the kitchen. What are you talking about? <laughs> did you hear, Beep? Am I going crazy, Beep? Did you hear it? You heard it. I, like I, I thought he's screaming. I thought he slammed on the brakes and almost like rear-ended somebody. Like rear-ended somebody? World's going no, on I'm over there. Can I clean the damn... I don't know. I'm, I'm, it's called I, it cleaning the kitchen. It sounded like you were right, a cat. I don't know. All right, just make sure you're not using flammable stuff. Yeah, no. <laughs> I have a sponge in my hand. I'm wiping the kitchen down. Oh, oh, all right, all right. We got you. We got you. Right, go get a we got you. We got you. So, so gentlemen, I just wanted to leave you guys with that. Um, uh, okay, real quick. Devin Hayes. Hey, look, everyone isn't Mike Tyson, okay? Some guys are more Pernell Whitaker than Mike Tyson. Devin Haney, from what I saw last night, just happened to be one of those guys. He's just not a big puncher. You know, there's no shame in that. It's called boxing. It's not tough man competition, okay? It's not, you know, you know, last man standing. It's boxing. Hit and not get hit. 
and there's no part of it that says anything that you have to knock out your opponent. So, you know, look, Devin Haney is just not a big puncher. So, you know, I mean, does that mean he's less marketable than other guys who have a big punch? Maybe. But, I mean, it doesn't detract from his ability at all. I mean, the guy knows how to box. I think he's competitive with the, with the top guys in 135. But, you know, I don't think we should, um, uh, you know, degrade the guy because he doesn't have Teofimo's punch or he doesn't have uh, Ken Davis's punch. Okay? He just, he's, he's a boxer. That's what he does. Do you think Devin well, Haney – I don't think we should – Let me ask you a question. Man. Do you think Devin Haney is better than any other Eastern European fighter? I mean, you're talking about at 135. Yes. Maybe. I think I think he would beat I think he would beat Lomachenko. But I mean, if the question is, do I think he's better than any Eastern European fighter in history? Then, question to answer that question is no. I mean, he he would have to go and prove that, and he hasn't had the opportunity to do that. The guy's only 21 years old. That's true. So very true. He still has his whole career. Well, fight off the kicks and like this. I'm in awe. I'm in awe. You gotta stop listening to the fight talk. He has a lot of good takes. I'm very in awe right now. Listen, let's 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 be let's be completely honest and fair to Devin Haney, right? At the, at, so at this particular moment in time, the best name on his resume, the best name on his resume is Yoyotis Gamboa, a guy yeah. who made his bones at featherweight. Thirty-eight. He's thirty-eight. So we need to see Devin Haney in the ring with a real lightweight. So we can properly gauge where he's at. Until that time, he's basically um, a question mark. There you go. So there's questions about Devin Haney that we have not, we don't yet have an answer to, and it's going to take a real lightweight, in my mind, to answer those questions. So we'll see. There you go. All right, Fight Doctor, we're going to get running, man. Go get checked. Go get checked out. Uh, Check for COVID, check for STDs, all that other good stuff, man. Whoa, uh, whoa, 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 and stuff whoa. like that. Get some penicillin, son. Hippa, hippa, hippa. Hip. I, I forgot about that. Yeah, I don't want to divulge like any kind of medical records or anything like that. Can't do it. Can't do it. Any kind of medical records? No, we cannot do that. Eight oh five. Eight oh five. You're live. Nacho Cheeto. Hey, what's up, guys? Nacho, what's happened? The reigning and defending yes, caller of the year. Yeah, we just reinstated him after oh, he got uh, he got reinstated after the suspension. Stop it. Oh, really, B? But yeah, you let Fight Doctor fucking uh, bloviate on and on about uh, Eastern European fighters, and I'm the one. He's on probation. He's on probation. Wow. He's on probation. He's on probation. Wow, B. I see how you roll. It's all right. <laughs> uh, but anyway. Uh, these fights this weekend were awful. Uh, I'm sorry, Haney. Haney, I'm not convinced. Um, I honestly think that they are taking the uh, softest route possible to build this kid up. Yeah, I get that he's barely going to be 22 years old, but he's got 25 pro fights. I mean, how many more pro fights are you going to give this guy before you uh, actually have him start taking on stiff competition? I mean... He's got a so-called championship belt. I mean, how many more soft defenses are you going to give this guy? I'd say about three It's unbelievable. How, uh, three or four more, Eric? <laughs> wow. Okay. Interesting. 
You know, you bring up a good point, man. I tell you, you know, you bring up a good point because that's it. That's it. Gamboa was it. That was the biggest. That is now the biggest name on his resume. Now you have to go fight. Now I want to see name guys in there. I want to see him in there against name guys. And I think he'll do very well. But I think we still have to see him against name guys. No question. Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous how how they're giving him these soft touches, and yet, you know, he's got a championship belt. I mean, come on. At some point, you got to step up and fight somebody legit. You can't just keep living off of, uh, you know, all these skills and talent that they say he has, which, I mean, don't get me wrong. The kid is skilled. That's but the at the same test. time, you got to fight somebody, though, yeah. in order to prove it. So, yeah. Um, the uh, You guys were talking about the Luis Ortiz uh, fake knockout. I couldn't believe that. Like, I watched that over and over on replay. I had such a hard time believing that he actually hit Flores hard enough to knock him down. And then, I don't know if you guys caught it, when he got up, he looked like he had, like, torn his, uh, ACL or something, the way he was moving yeah. around when he got up. So Did you see him with his eye, though? He hurt his knee. Did you see him squinting his eye? Yeah, I saw him squinting. Yeah, I saw him squinting his eye, too, babe. Like, it, that whole thing made absolutely no sense how Flores went down like a no. like a pile of, uh, you know, like a sack of potatoes. It was crazy. Like, I I've never seen a guy fold I, that quickly. Did you guys catch so, it when he got back up? And he took the envelope of money from the referee. I didn't know if you guys caught that or not. <laughs> Jack Jack Reese handed him the envelope on the low. Harry. Yeah, right. You know, you guys didn't catch that. I, maybe I was seeing things. I don't know. You know. Nah. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't see that. But oh man, yeah. You know what's funny is that the reason I bring that up is because on the zone card they had that big Chinese heavyweight uh, Zhang fighting Devin Vargas. And he knocked him down, and Vargas literally did almost the same thing as Flores, where he started saying that his knee was hurt and he couldn't get up, and they basically counted him out because of that. So I just thought it was a little ironic that two guys both went down and then started saying their knee hurt, and that's why they lost. So I don't know. I just found it a little bit uh, suspicious, though, for sure. Um, and then as far as uh, – the uh you guys were talking about Canelo. I mean, I I read that the zone and Golden Boy tried to work out with him as far as like give him a a legit number that they thought would be close enough to what he was getting from the first few fights. But apparently he said no. He said that he wanted the full uh, you know, thirty five mil or whatever that he was collecting. Okay. Even though supposedly he told Golden Boy that he was willing that he was willing to uh, fight with no no sponsors and no fans. And I'm like, okay, well, then how the hell do you expect them to come up with 35 mil on their own? Not well, problem. That's, problem. That's, that's, that's their problem. problem but that's their problem. No, I get it. I get it, but at the same time, I think that's, that's, a little, that's a little hypocritical. You say you want to fight, but then you're not willing to take any kind of Pay cut when other fighters are taking pay cut. I mean, think about it. Right now. Yeah, but you Nash, know what? Nash just got a job at the Golden Boy uh, PR team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You? No, well, no, no, no. You like? It. Yeah, I mean, he likes Oscar. I know. Steve, I'm not. I'm not picking up for Golden Boy. I'm just putting it out there that I just think that they tried to Nash, you know, work Nash, with the guy. Nash, and he can I tell you? It was being unrealistic. 
Notch, Notch, can I tell you why I don't feel one ounce of sympathy for Golden Boy? And I'll, and I'll Not tell even you a why. little bit. Not even a little Not, bit. Zero. Wow. Zero. And I'll, and I'll tell you why. Because they All lied. Being. Because they lied. They went to the zone and lied to the zone and, and gave them misinformation. They also gave Canelo misinformation. So I, I have no sympathy for Golden Boy. If they, if, if they didn't lie, and they were transparent with, with, with both the zone and they were transparent with Canelo as well, then I would have a little bit of empathy for them. But right, because of how they did business, That's right. I, I, I have no empathy or sympathy at all for them. None. None. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, I totally understand that. Um, but uh, I don't know. I just think that at this point, they, De La Hoya, has literally shot himself in the foot multiple times running that company. Tons. He's going to get somebody who knows what the hell they're doing. Cause, he tried. Cause he tried. There's, yeah. there's no way that he could be running. Let that. Eric Let Eric Gomez run the show and just get the fuck out of the way. Right. That's it. He can't do it. He can't do it. He gets in his own way. And then he's over there. You heard about uh, he's over there. He wants to fight uh, Marcos Maidana. They're trying to put that fight together. Oh, God. De La Hoya and Marcos Maidana. Am, am I hallucinating oh here? Are we are we seriously having this conversation? So oh go God. take care of your company. Yeah, I just think. What do you think? He's going to go on pay-per-view yeah. and sell a billion dollars worth of pay-per-view because he's De La Hoya? Son, nobody cares anymore. No, they nobody don't. Nobody cares. Joe they Lewis. Really don't. We get Joe Lewis on pay per view. Son, nobody cares anymore. He's not current. He's not relevant, <laughs> son. <laughs> He's not relevant anymore. Yeah, that's He's awesome. Not. All right, awesome. let me let me just ask uh, both of you guys this quick question. They're saying that he's going to fight Caleb Plant on pay per view uh, next month. That's what our inside track honestly, says. Honestly, how much do you guys? How much do you honestly guys think he would sell? 600,000. I don't know that he's going to be on pay-per-view, though. That's the other thing. I don't know that the fight will be on pay-per-view. I, I don't know that it won't, but I don't know that it will either. Well, well here's a twist. Here's a twist. Fox, what if Fox decides, decides to showcase them on their main channel and just pay, pay him flat, a, a substantial flat, flat, a substantial flat bet, that's, that's what's going to happen, Beeb. I bet you any money that fight is going to be on Fox. 100% that's going to be on Fox. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's the so, biggest star today, man. The smart money would say, yeah, it would be better for them to showcase him on, you know, free TV rather than have people pony up 80 bucks to watch him on pay-per-view against a guy like Caleb Plant, who the hardcore know who he show. is, but the casuals don't. He's the friend of the show. So, Everybody knows who he is. We only have crossover stars on here, Nacho. What's the matter with you? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, this is with Nacho lately. He's, you know, he's a caller of the uh, year, and I don't know. I thought he was going to be two time, but ever, ever since yeah, that Lomachenko fight, ever since that Lomachenko fight, he hasn't been the same. Uh, yeah, there's been something off. Oh, here something goes, goes Beeb again with the Lopez. Oh shit! I'm sorry. I'm not, on, supposed, to I'm we not supposed to talk about that. I'm not supposed to talk about that. I'm sorry. Are we really going to rehash this all over again? No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm trouble. Really? I, I take it matter with you. I take it wow. back. I take, okay. Wow, that was I cold blood. So I apologize on behalf of the show. You got on right now. I, I tell you what, it's uh, he's very biased. I tell you that. I take and, it back. Uh, I take it. You take it back. Trump. Now. Trump. Yeah. Trump lost. Trump lost. I'm, I'm having a relapse. Nacho Trump voted lost. for Trump. At this, at this point, Beeb got his Lopez underoos on, like he told Montero. <laughs> Trump lost. Trump, Trump no. lost. I'm, I'm having a relapse. No, because they're still counting the votes. He hasn't lost yet. What's the matter with yeah, Come on. We got to get behind on the president. 
There is no new president. Not yet. We have to get into our, uh, behind our new president-elect Joe Biden. That's right. And he's in the I chat gra- tonight. And he's in the chat tonight. I can, gra- I, can tonight. I can congratulate president-elect Joe Biden and vice president-elect Kamala Harris. Well, Kamala, how do you say it? Kamala? Kamala. I'm sorry. Kamala Harris. Jesus. I'm sorry. Why don't you move to Canada already? Don't even know how to pronounce her name. All right, Nacho, we're going to get running, man. Uh, Nacho, thank you, Nacho. All right, guys. Thank you. <laughs> Look at you, you stir them all up and then you get rid of them. What's the matter with you? I love Nacho. I feel bad when he gets disappointed in me. Well, you bring it on yourself. You really do. I do. I do. I'm a flawed human being. From this day, you'll be my new fool. From Rikers, Georgie. Hey, yeah! What's happening, people? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, dude. Uh, man, you gonna let your fucking rap like that? I'm sorry, man. I just said. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Yes, yeah, sir. Are you gonna let your boy get robbed like that? I, I, I don't know what I can do, man. I don't know what I can do. What happened? What am I missing here? He's talking about Trump. Oh, no, Trump. I heard your boy. Your boy. I heard your boy barricading himself in the White House. <laughs> he said he ain't going back with mommy. Got COVID. Guy lost his job. Why don't you cut him a break, huh? I think I think he'll concede next week. He's not going to concede. You don't think so? No, I don't. They got cry on top of shit, on top of robbery, so top yo, whatever, man. I didn't vote, so I don't give a fuck anyway. <laughs> now they talk about Haney, yo. Man, I mean, I just don't get it, bro. I just don't understand. You guys like should be fucking as soon as that fight was announced, I didn't have no fucking bullshit from you guys. You didn't get complaining about Gamboa. I'm the only one complaining about Gamboa for fucking ages. And you motherfuckers don't get it. Why you guys complain the day after the fact? Instead of calling these motherfuckers from the gate like, yo, we don't want the fight, we don't want the fight, that shit fight, we don't want to see it. Well, I think we did. I think we did say in the beginning that it was no, a lousy you didn't fight. Do shit. I'm pretty sure Stop we it. did. I'm pretty sure we did. Now, I understand in Rikers, you only get half of the news. I get it. But the fact is that we called this fight a long time ago. Oh it wasn't going to be God. great. So the fact that we're complaining about it not being great after the fact, I think that, you know, I, I think that speaks volumes for, for myself, of course. All I'm saying is that I don't understand how come so-called boxing fans don't get a raise out of this shit because these people, they insult their intelligence. They treat you like you the most dumb mother. Listen, Gamboa era was when fucking Wilma was around. When Salido was around. We haven't seen these niggas for what? How long? Seven, ten years? So how the fuck this man getting there? We hate him. <laughs> Gamboa gotta be doing the grandpa shit with the little kids and stuff. What the man is doing around when you got paycheck that bad? At least come true, baby. At least tell us, listen, this man need a paycheck. We got to put him out there for two rounds and shit. We ain't got the budget. I'm wrong with that. Be honest with me. But don't tell me that garbage is competition, bro. I can't respect that. You pee on me, tell me Kool-Aid. 
Cool. Don't have it. Trump got bored. I don't want to see that motherfucker ever again. Oh, that's kind of harsh. And Luke it? Campbell, you can't. When the fuck you guys going to get the real that nigga? Why we got to watch Luke Campbell? That's not a good and fight? Listen. That him and Ryan Garcia is not a good thing. fight? Now let me burn. 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 If you mean, if you happen to me, Chris Algieri, in the street, right? You would like this motherfucker to marry your niece or your sister or your mom. Be part of the family. Because such a good dude. There's no way you don't like fucking Chris Algieri. As a person. But as a boxer, the man sucks. We don't want to see him out there. Thank God he retired. He's cooking now. So fucking Luke Campbell, you can't get rid of that cinema bitch already. You can crack a egg. If he can crack a egg, we don't want to see it either. We want to see motherfucking crack his cold. And don't run me. That's all. I suppose you will love you forever. Don't fool me. Listen, my time is limited here, right? And I got to go. <laughs> Shout out to the UK. Shout out to the USA. I'm out all right, Georgie, got to get back to cell for lights out. I respect that. It's almost 8.30. Beeb, what exactly was he trying to say? He just didn't like the fight. He didn't like the gamble. He didn't like the fight. All right, I'm going to play a fight for Georgie. He didn't like the fight. The fight wasn't very good, uh, and in his opinion, Gamboa should not be fighting again. There you go. Correct? Did I? Um. Yeah. I think yeah. so. I, I, I think yeah. I'll wrap that up. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, people keep paying him, so. I, I'm looking forward to the Luke Campbell fight. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I think that's a good fight. Him and Ryan Garcia, I think it's a good fight. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, G Money. Yeah, G Money says it right now. Uh, Campbell's a good fighter. Who is this guy? He sound like Trump crying about the elections. I, I think I think that's a tough fight. I think that's a tough fight. I think it's a good fight. I think it's a good fight. I think I, I want to see. I want to see where Ryan Garcia is because that. I mean, he should beat Luke Campbell and he should beat him fairly easily, but it's not a given. It's not a given, man. It's a, it's going to be the biggest fight he's ever been in. Where is that fight taking place? Do we know? I think it's in California, no? Somewhere? I would imagine. I'm going to find out where that fight is. I can't remember where that fight is, actually. I don't think it's in England, but... No, it's not in England. Yeah, you couldn't... Yeah. All right, so it's probably in California somewhere. Find out. Take a look. That fight is going to be... It's not even mostly here on BoxRec. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Jesus. Wow, that's crazy. Why isn't it listed on Botchek anymore? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they, I wonder if they're keeping them. I, I don't know. I, who cares? Who cares? Yeah. I don't know. That place right. Right, around the, yeah. right around the corner. All right, guys. We got to go. We're going to get out of here. Wrap it up here. That'll do it for this edition of Ringside Reporter. As always, you can catch Joe Habib on Twitter at jhabib1. Find our YouTube channel at ringsidereporterlive.com. And you can find me on Twitter at ringside73. And we will see you guys next week. Salute to everybody in the chat. Salute to everybody watching us. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. 
a laundry? Oh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.